thank you for always uh, being here. Let's just say a word of prayers and we'll go straight into the study. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for always uh, teaching us. Thank you for always opening up, opening our eyes and our hearts to learn at your feet. Father, we ask as we go in this teaching, you open our eyes, open our hearts to, to understanding so that we can be patient enough for your time of honor in the name of Jesus. At the end of today's teaching, Lord, we'll be blessed. We'll be, we'll be blessed in the name of Jesus. And you will be glorified. Make us better people. Make us better Christians in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So please share this. Um, uh, call your friends that will start it. So put it on your status. Uh, put it across uh, all social media platforms that we've started. Uh, and they should join us. Okay, so let's go straight into the study, chapter 6 of the book uh, of Esther. Uh, now, I'm going to read maybe just the first two or three verses. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that, uh, then we'll come back. Uh, but something significant here, we can see uh, the chapter is is just opening up straight um, with Haman, uh, and uh, he hoped that his plans uh, for Mordecai uh, will come to pass, uh, and um, we, if you remember that last chapter, uh, chapter five, they just finished Esther's uh, feasts and wine, and something significant actually happened uh, in this verse. Opening up this verse, which I think uh, is nothing but divine. But let's let's just go. Let me read a few verses, uh, verses one to three. We we'll discuss that because there are so many points in those three verses. Uh, then I'll read four to so it's uh, the whole chapter is divided into three parts verses one uh, one to three uh, four to eleven then twelve to fourteen so that's how we're going to take it to so, uh, the first part uh, verse one to three on that night the king could not sleep now the king had just had wine <laughs> and he could not sleep wine is an intoxicant uh, someone I read I read on internet some sometimes ago that. Uh, it's only in Nigeria that people will take alcohol not to sleep. Alcohol is an intoxicant. <laughs> so alcohol is supposed to make you sleep, but the king took wine and he could not sleep. For you to understand God's hands in this whole stuff. But go ahead. Uh, and he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles and they were read before the king. And it was, it was found written that Mordecai had told of Big Thana, Big Thana and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains and the keepers of the door who sought to lay hand on King Ahasuerus. And king said, uh, contemporary version said they wanted to kill the king, if you remember that um, in chapter 2. And the king said, what honor, Kadosh, what honor and dignity hath been done to Mordecai for this. Then the king's servants that ministered unto him said, Noth there is nothing done for him. So let's just take this verses 1 to 3 and just uh, uh, trash it out. So we'll come back to verse 4. So um, a few things here. Uh, so the the Mordecai, I mean, Haman wanted to judge, judge Mordecai. We know that's the whole, uh, that's, that was where they were coming from in chapter 3. Uh, he's been advised, uh, I mean, chapter 5, I beg your pardon, he's been advised by his wife and friends on what to do, set up 
something to to hang him and things like that. So now in this whole chapter, we see number one, God's pro providence uh, recommending Mordecai in the night in the night of the king's favor. So Esther might not even have known the reason why she postponed her request to the following day, but this was just God's providence. At times we make some decisions, we take some decisions that we felt or can feel that, oh, nah, this was this was not the best decision, or oh, this was a stupid decision. And to God, God will just be laughing at us and like, nah, that was just me in action. So uh, providence of God recommending um, Mordecai, uh, Haman, who came to ask for, 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 for king, who came to ask that the king uh, uh, kill Mordecai, uh, actually became a messenger. He was, the, he was employed to be the instrument, not just to even be, I mean, it was, it, it was bad enough, um, it was bad enough that uh, the king will, uh, uh, will ask, uh, will ask Aman to, to, to be the one to, to do stuff for Mordecai, but the, the, okay, we're having issues with the connection, okay. I think it should connect back now. So it was bad enough that uh, Haman was the one um, who 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 would carry out the duties. But the issue is that Haman that came to ask for Mordecai's head um, actually was the one that actually recommended uh, graciously what 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 Mordecai should do. I mean, should be done to Mordecai. Uh, and then at the end, his friends and his wife, that's actually advised him the previous chapter, read to him his doom. Uh, and that shows, I mean, Esther's prayers uh, had been answered. And, and that's one of the things. So let's just go to, let's, let's, let me just say a few things about the, uh, those few uh, verses we read in, in, in verses one to three. So um, now, Satan has put into Mordecai's hearts what to do uh, in the previous chapter, as we said. Uh, but when God and the king will have Mordecai honored, uh, it was not just to, to Amman's disappointment. Uh, it was actually those all those things that happened was building up a case to um, to to the to the uh, uh, uh and deliverance of the Jews, uh, so that was just like a cooking. That's those are things that were cooking up for for to to justify Esther's request the following day. So sometimes I, I please write this down if you're writing. Sometimes delay may prove to have been good conduct. At times, uh, what we felt was a delay may actually be. Uh, a, a blessing actually so uh so please uh, someone just hang in there god has still god still got your back it may not look like it it may look like it's been delayed but it's a setup for favor it's a setup for honor the lord will set you up for honor in the name of jesus okay so let's just trace the steps uh which favor took towards the advancement of Mordecai. so let's look at those steps favor took number one the king could not sleep that could just be god that that is the hand of god 100 percent. that is the hand of god 
How will a king, after a banquet of wine, how will a king not be able to sleep? And look at this. That shows that God is the giver of sleep. The Bible says that it is it gives sleep uh, to his beloved. So God is the giver of sleep. But for in my one of the things that stood out for me most is that after wine, after an intoxicant, God took the sleep of the king. This to this is to tell you that this ain't no coincidence. So God is the give, giver of sleep. We tell this from this guy. So now uh, another thing is this: uh, it could also be that you know we read uh, two chapters ago that um, Esther had been had been uh, uh, barred from seeing the king for thirty days. It could also be guilty conscience, and the king is just looking at it. Oh no, I've not treated this lady so well. I've not treated that well. Uh, I've not seen her in thirty days. In my fire was that. So it could also be. Um, his heart, uh, uh, I mean, just troubling him, or why have I neglected Esther? And he found it difficult uh, to sleep. So any of the, either coincidence, either this or whatever, it is still God planning, uh, orchestrating things to work in favor of the Jews. So that's point number one, the king could not sleep. Point number two, when he could not sleep, he asked for the book of records. He could have asked for for music. Okay, uh, uh, Daniel chapter six verse one, uh, verse eighteen. Daniel six eighteen. When the king uh, 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 condemned, I mean, when he wrote a decree, and that decree condemned Daniel to be put into lions. Then uh, the Bible says the king went went back to his palace. He was disturbed, and he could not he, he, he could not sleep, and he refused music. He refused all the, the Bible says, neither were instruments of music brought before him, and the sleep went from him. So normally kings in those days, Persian kings, when they when they are not able to sleep, they call for music, they call for soothing things that will make them soothe, I mean their nerves, calm their nerves, and they will sleep. But instead of that, this man asked for the book of records. That is to show that this is also providence, this is favor. I mean, this is God orchestrating things in the favor of of of, of esther so I, I mean what could what will the book of record do to him in terms of bringing sleep he will fill his head with cares and 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 i mean oh what have i it should it will actually drive sleep away the ball but god has put in his hand to call for it rather than music when men do that which is unaccountable we don't know what God intends by it. When men do things that we cannot comprehend, we don't even know. I mean, it is it is beyond reasoning. Like it is the exact opposite of what he should have done. In things like that, God intends to use that particular situation for something great. Praise God. So perhaps he will have, he will have, he will have, he will have this book of business read to him so that I can improve. What is, I mean, let's improve how we treat people or things like that. But no, I mean, okay, maybe let's, let's, let's just go to the next, next point because I don't want to, go, uh, because the next point is saying, um, among other things that were found in the book, it was the case of Mordecai. I mean, this was almost 12 years, if, if, I, if my calculation uh, 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 serves me right, uh, three years into his reign was when he, when he banished uh, Vashti. He took another four years for Esther to be made queen. Uh, so that's seven years. And so this should be about 12 or 15 years into his reign. There were loads and loads of things will have happened at that time. 
but favor of God made it that it was Mordecai's uh, issue among other things found written in the book. It was Mordecai's issue that came up. Um, just something uh, at the top of my head. It could be that as the guy was reading, maybe, you know, the king has not slept, so his, his guards too cannot sleep, but the guy is feeling sleepy. So he would think he has turned the page. The, maybe wind will blow again. It will still be Mordecai's page. He will read it again. He will turn it again. And the wind will blow it again. Because he's feeling sleepy, he will read the Mordecai's book. So maybe he kept hammering on Mordecai's case that the king had to take. You know, God just made everything uh, happen so that the king would take note of Mordecai's case. And you should point this out. This needs to be pointed out that Mordecai was not in favor of the inner chambers, of the inner court of the king at that time, because Haman was in control. Haman surrounded the king with, with, with uh, uh, concubines. Haman surrounded the king with, with wine. So Haman would have planted his boys around the king. So it's not likely that the guy, when he gets to Mordecai's uh, uh, point, he will make some noise or, or raise his voice so that the king can notice. No, it was not like that, but favor favor kept making it directed uh, directed him to that page and made the king hear it the king will hear your case in the name of jesus among many things that will be read in the ears of the kings kings that determine your promotion kings that determine your your the contract kings that determine whatever you're trusting god for your own case will be magnified will be made loud in their ears in the name of jesus Okay, so uh, point number four. Okay, point number four under those first three verses. Uh, I have about five points under those first three verses. Point number four, the king inquired, and that inquiry, that's not verse three. That inquiry is what actually, one of the things that actually struck me in that verse three. The king inquired, what honor and dignity had been done to Mordecai for this? He didn't ask what he didn't ask what money has been given. He didn't ask what car has been given. He didn't ask what it what honor. So honor is higher than material things. If the Lord will honor you, this story, the story of the book of Esther is the is a is a story of honor and favor. And in this chapter, we are seeing favor mixed with honor. Favor brought the case of Mordecai. Favor made the king to take note of Mordecai. And the only thing the king is asking, what honor have we done to this guy? And I mean, there's no time to there's not no time too late in, in this kind of a thing. Uh, the law of gratitude is the law of nature. If someone has done something to you, please be grateful. And for those of us who are in positions of authority, we ought to be grateful to our inferiors, not to think um, their services as debt to us. Oh, he has to do it now. He's indebted to me. After all, I'm the one feeding him. If someone has done something to you, please and please, um, if you are in a position of authority, in a position of power, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is a, it is a natural thing to appreciate them. So the law of gratitude is a law of nature. So two rules. Uh, here under what under this king's inquiries two rules of gratitude uh 
we need to learn from what the king did. Number one, it's better honor than nothing. I mean, it is better to just honor the guy than not do anything. Then number two, it is better late than never. So some of us may need to go back to our drawing boards and just look at it. Someone had done something for me uh, and I've not been grateful. It's better late than never. Someone, oh, I ought to have appreciated this person. I ought to have done this in this particular place. I, have to have, I ought to have done that. After I said thank you. I ought to have done this. And uh, please, please, no matter either they are above you or they are below you, Gratitude is a law of nature. So I want us to take one lesson, one, one of the lessons I want us to take, one of the teachings I want us to take from this, from this study today is that we need to be grateful to those who God has used for us at one time or the other. Either they are beneath you or they are above you. It is better late than never. So point number five. So the servants informed him that nothing had been done uh, for Mordecai's service. And look at it. The guy was still faithful on his job. He still in the king's gate. He still sat there. That's where he's been sitting. Even in the midst of, I mean, in the middle of the greatest challenge of his life, is is they're going to wipe out the Jews there. I mean. Letters have already been sent out to that effect, and he's still faithful. He's still faithful in his in his duties. He's still sitting at the king's gate. I, I, I listened to a, 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 a like a snippet of a sermon a Ghanaian preacher was preaching. I listened to it today, and it was like um, our fathers in those days, A. W. Toza. You read some things they are doing, John Charles Wesley, and things like that. They don't have internet. They don't have uh, Bible concordance. They can't. And they will still study and do all these things. Charles Wesley will be riding on, on horsebacks and, and we preach in five cities, six cities in, in a day. And we have a car and we go late to church. I mean, it, it hit me. It hit me. Like, we have all... You, he didn't have a car and he was preaching all about. You have a car and you complain. You go late to church. Little challenge, you are out of your duty post. Mordecai was still sitting at the king's gate. Praise the Lord. So, um, and we should note this. Number one, it is common for great men to take little notice of their inferiors. Uh, so, he didn't notice this until uh, the servants informed him. And like I do say always, if you're in the corridors of power, for those in the corridors of power, I beg of you, bring good things, Correct news to the ears of those who are in power. Uh, then um, the great God take cognizance of the meanest of his servants. So, like, like uh, we all say, popular. I mean, it's a popular quote that thank God, God is not man. Uh, I mean, no matter how mean, how little you are, God recognizes what you have done, and God sees you. Uh, so, uh, uh, number that's number one thing to learn about uh, 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 the king. I mean, the king servants in, informing him. Number two thing: the humility, modesty, and self-denial, though in God's accounts, gets great price. Yet, commonly in that men's preferment in this world. So, when you see 
people that are humble, they are modest, they deny themselves. Even though in God's in God's books, these are great qualities. These are things that people that God look out for. But sadly, realistically, in the face of men, uh, these things seem to be why men will not promote us. But trust me, sirs and mass, if God promotes you, there's nothing man can do. Take just take just take your time. God has not left you. He has not forgotten about you. So Mordecai rises no higher than the king's gates because it, it, I mean, it prevented the king from dying. If it was someone else, they would have heard in or Jupiter. Everybody would have been shouting. So but he went back to the king's gate. He didn't rise further than that because of his modesty, his humility. But proud and ambitious Haman gets the king's ears and heart. He was the one that had the king's signet ring because he was proud. David said, I envied the riches of the wicked until I entered the temple and I saw their end. So even though the aspiring or the proud rise fast, but the humble stand fast. Let me say that again. Even though the aspiring and the proud rise fast, but it is the humble that stand fast. So yes, it is good to aspire and do things like that, but not at the expense, not when we put ourselves out there and we are proud and we are pompous and everything. It takes God to raise a man. So honor makes proud men giggy, but upholds the humble in spirit. That's Proverbs 29, uh, 23. Um, if anybody honor makes any proud man i mean they have this uh what's it called they are they are pompous uh the honor that 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 the king has given uh you we're going to look at mordecai's attitude to, to honor actually uh, but the honor that that um that haman had you can see that was bragging all about and things like that so honor makes proud men light headed like they are all over the place but it upholds the humble in spirit. So number three under that five, uh, but number C, honor and dignity are rated high in king's books. Look at what the king asked. What honor has been done to this man? So honor and dignity are, I mean, he didn't ask what money or what estate has been given to him. So if a man seeks honor, all other things will follow. May the Lord honor you. May the Lord cost men to honor you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So um, the greatest merits and best services are often overlooked and unrewarded among men. Yes, I'm telling you, most of the things that men do, greatest services are often overlooked. But when God decides to give you the reward, everything will be like, 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 like a dream. Ecclesiastes 9, 14 to 16. Let me quickly read that. Uh, there was a small town with only few people, and a great king came with his army to besiege, and besieged it. A poor wise man knew how to save the town, so it was rescued. But afterward, no one thought to thank him. So even though wisdom is better than strength, those who are wise will be despised if they are poor. What 
they say, will not be appreciated for long. So, yeah, Haman was a prince, was pompous, so it was easy. However, no matter how poor you are, when God is set, when favor and providence, when favor collides with providence, that honor will come and look at you in the name of Jesus. Uh, point number E, under that, good services are sometimes so far from being a man's preferment that they will that there will not be his protection. So even though uh, Mordecai did well, uh, he was going to be honored, but that was not also enough to protect him because Mordecai was still going to die. So good service may birth honor, but it takes next chapter. I'm, I'm really, really excited about next chapter. We'll see how Esther used honor as a weapon of mass destruction. That's chapter seven. Don't let me get into that. So uh, let me just let's just go to verses four to eleven. So part one of that book, uh, verses one to three, uh, talked about uh, uh, a king who was not able to sleep. So let's just go to verse four. I'll just read straight verse four to eleven. That's talking about um, Haman and his visit to the king. Remember that Haman's plan was to come to the king the following day and ask that Mordecai be killed. So look at God setting people up, both for favor and for destruction. May the Lord set you up for favor. You will not be set up for destruction in the name of Jesus. Okay. And the king said, who is he? Who is in the court? Now Haman had come into the outward court in the king's house to speak with the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared, that he had prepared for him. And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, a man standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So a man came in. And the king said unto him, What shall be done to, unto the man whom the king delighted to honor? Now, Haman thought in his heart, To whom would the king delight to honor more than myself? And Haman answered the king, For the man who, whom the king delighted to honor, let the royal apparel be brought which the king used to wear, and the horse and the horse that the king rideth upon, and the royal crown be set upon his head, and let his apparel, let his apparel and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that they may array the man without whom the king delighted to honor, and bring him on horseback through the street of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus it shall be done to a man whom the king delights to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Make haste. And take the apparel, and take the apparel and the horse which thou, which thou hast said, and even do and do even so to Mordecai the Jew that seated at the king's gate. Let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. Then Haman took the apparel and and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and brought him on horseback through the street of the city and. Proclaimed him and proclaimed before him, Thus shall it be done unto the man whom the king delighted to honor. Okay, this is amazing. This is a, a, quite a funny story. So now, in the morning, Aman, of course, impatient to hit Mordecai, um, he came early to the court. Look at this. He understood times. Okay, let this be the king's first. Uh, decision so that nobody will have will have seen the king before me 
well planned for God who is a master strategist, who is greater than the greatest of all our strategy. Before we can think, I mean, God God doesn't play catch up. The one that plays catch up is is a, a million steps ahead of us. Set the, God who is like that, has set up the king for this. Now look at this. So he came, he was so impatient to get Mordecai's hand. He came very early to court before any other business uh, could be done so that I can get a warrant for Mordecai's, uh, Mordecai's uh, execution. So number two, the king also is impatient <laughs> to have Mordecai honor. Look at this. So one man was impatient. Both of them, look at, look at God. Nobody, no, neither of them knew the other, knew, knew what the other had in mind. Do you understand? The, the, the was, in, I mean, Haman was impatient to get Mordecai hanged. The king was impatient to have Mordecai honored. <laughs> so whoever is in the court, let him come in. Now, Mordecai, I mean, Haman thought, oh, for the king to even invite me to his bed chambers. I mean, it is, we are the ones that enter the king's bedroom. The guy, I mean, levels. Uh, so, and the king knew nothing that he had a quarrel with Mordecai. Uh, so, but Aman thought, oh, great. It will even be great to even, he will have thought, thank God, I'm even getting into the king's chambers. Nobody will disturb us from asking, I mean, disturb me from asking whatever I want to ask from him. So, and of course, if it is the king that uh, called you, the king will speak first. Uh, so, so the king asked Aman, as we read, what should be done, da, 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 da. Ah, Okay, and Aman thought, pride, who is this person? I mean, who else can be, can this belong to? Uh, and I put some points down here, all of us to put down. Okay, number one, so Aman concludes to himself that he's the favorite indeed. Let's just see if ferment in this world. So when you see people that are humble, they are modest, they deny themselves, even though in God's in God's books, these are great qualities. These are things that people that God look out for. But sadly, realistically, in the face of men, uh, these things seem to be why men will not promote us. But trust me, sirs and mass, if God promotes you, there's nothing man can do. Take just. Take you just take your time. God has not left you, He has not forgotten about you. So Mordecai rises no higher than the king's gates. Because it, I mean he prevented the king from dying. If it was someone else, they would have heard in or Jupiter, everybody would have been shouting. So but he went back to the king's gate. He didn't rise further than that because of his modesty, his humility. But proud and ambitious hammer, Haman. Guess the king's ears and heart. He was the one that had the king's signet ring because he was proud. David said, I envied the riches of the wicked until I entered the temple and I saw their end. So even though the aspiring or the proud rise fast, but the humble stand fast. Let me say that again. Even though the Aspiring and the proud rise fast, but it is the humble that stand fast. So, yes, it is good to aspire and do things like that, but not at the expense, not when we put ourselves out there and we are proud and we are pompous and everything. 
it takes God to raise a man. So, honor makes proud men giggy, but upholds the humble in spirit. That's Proverbs 29, uh, 23. Um, if anybody honor makes any proud man, I mean, they have this, uh, what's it called? They are, they are pompous. Uh, the honor that, that, that the king has given, uh, you, you're going to look at Mordecai's attitude to, to honor, actually. Uh, but the honor that, that, um, that Haman had, you can see that was bragging all about and things like that. So honor makes proud men light-headed, like they are all over the place. But it upholds the humble in spirit. So number three under that five, uh, but number C, honor and dignity are rated high in king's books. Look at what the king asked. What honor has been done to this man? So honor and dignity are I mean, he didn't ask what money or what estate has been given to him. So if a man seeks honor, all other things will follow. May the Lord honor you. May the Lord cause men to honor you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So um, the greatest merits and best services are often overlooked and unrewarded among men. Yes, I'm telling you, most of the things that men do, greatest services are often overlooked. But when God decides to give you the reward, everything will be like, 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 like a dream. Ecclesiastes 9, 14 to 16. Let me quickly read that. Uh, there was a small town with only few people and a great king came with his army to besiege, and besieged it. A poor wise man knew how to save the town. So it was rescued. But afterwards, no one thought to thank him. So even though wisdom is better than strength, those who are wise will be despised if they are poor. What they say will not be appreciated for long. So yeah, Haman was a prince, was pompous, so it was easy. However, no matter how poor you are, when God is set, when favor and providence, when favor collides with providence, that honor will come and look at you in the name of Jesus. Upon uh, number E, under that, Good services are sometimes so far from being a man's preferment that they will that they will not be his protection. So even though uh, Mordecai did well, uh, he was going to be honored, but that was not also enough to protect him because Mordecai was still going to die. So good service may birth honor. But it takes next chapter. I'm I'm really really excited about next chapter. We'll see how Esther used honor as a weapon of mass destruction. That's chapter seven. Don't let me get into that. So uh, let me just let's just go to verses four to eleven. So part one of that book, uh, verses one to three, uh, talked about uh, uh, a king who was not able to sleep. So let's just go to verse four. I'll just read straight verse four to eleven. That's talking about um, Haman and his visit to the king. Remember that Haman's plan was to come to the king the following day and ask that Mordecai be killed. So look at God setting people up both for favor and for destruction. May the Lord set you up for favor. You will not be set up for destruction in the name of Jesus. Okay. And the king said, who is he? Who is in the courts? Now Haman had come into the outward court 
in the king's house to speak with the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared that he had prepared for him. And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, a man standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So a man came in, and the king said unto him, What shall be done to, unto the man whom the king delighted to honor? Now Haman thought in his heart, To whom would the king delight to honor more than myself? And Haman answered the king, For the man who, whom the king delighted to honor, let the royal apparel be brought which the king used to wear, and the horse and the horse that the king rideth upon, and the royal crown be set upon his head, and let his apparel, let his apparel and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that they may array the man without whom the king delighted to honor, and bring him on horseback through the streets of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus it shall be done to a man whom the king delights to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Make haste and take the apparel and take the apparel and the horse which thou which thou hast said and even do and do even so to Mordecai the Jew that seated at the king's gate let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken then Haman took the apparel and and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and brought him on horseback through the street of the city and pro proclaimed him and proclaimed before him thus shall it be done unto the man whom the king delighted to honor okay this is amazing this is a, a, a quite a funny story so now in the morning a man of course impatient to hit Mordecai um, he came early to the court look at this he understood times okay let this be the king's first uh, decision so that nobody will have will have seen the king before me well planned for god who is a master strategist who is greater than the greatest of all our strategy before we can think i mean god god doesn't play catch up the one that plays catch up is is a, a million steps ahead of us i set the god who is like that i set up the king for this now look at this so he came he was so impatient to get Mordecai hand he came very early to court before any other business uh will be done so that i can get a warrant for Mordecai's uh Mordecai's uh, execution so number two the king also is impatient <laughs> to have Mordecai honor look at this so one man was impatient both of them look at look at god nobody no neither of them knew the other knew, knew what the other had in mind do you understand the, the, the Mordecai was in, i mean Haman was impatient to get Mordecai hand the king was impatient to have Mordecai honored. <laughs> so whoever is in the court, let him come in. Now, Mordecai, I mean, Haman thought, oh, for the king to even invite me to his bed chambers. I mean, it is, we are the ones that enter the king's bedroom. The guy, I mean, levels. Uh, so, and the king knew nothing that he had a quarrel with Mordecai. Uh, so, but Haman thought, oh, great. It would even be great to even, he would have thought, Thank God, I'm even getting into the king's chambers. Nobody will stop us from asking. I mean, they stop me from asking whatever I want to ask from him. So, and of course, if it is the king that uh, called you, the king will speak first. Uh, so, so the king asked that man, as we read, what should be done? Da 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 da. Ah, okay. And that man thought, pride. Who is this person? 
I mean, who else can be, can this belong to? Uh, and I put some points down here, all of us to put down. Okay, number one. So, Aman concludes to himself that he's the favorite indeed. Let's just see a few points uh, we need to learn. There's some lessons that we just, one or two lessons we need to learn from uh, Haman here. Number one, Aman had better opinion of his merits than there was cause for. It is a foolish thing for us to think of ourselves, uh, that we are the, to, to thus think ourselves the only deserving persons, more deserving than any other person. I mean, he thought it's actually stupid to think that you are the only one that deserves something. And it's actually the spirit of witchcraft, in my own opinion. No other person deserves any other thing aside you. You are the only one. And number two lesson there is that he, he had a better opinion of his interests than there were reasons for. Um, he, 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 I mean, look at all those things he listed. The only thing he didn't list is to be called the king. Put a royal crown on your head. Uh, put the, the robe that the king himself has worn. Put you on the king's chariot. Put the king's emblem on 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 the horse. And then the most noble person should be shouting. So it's just like the only thing is, king, stand up from your throne. Let me sit down. So and that was what he has. He has. I mean, it, when you're when you have too much selfish interests. I mean, that was just too much of a selfish interest on his own part. So, so number five, the king confounds him with a positive order. Okay, go and do this to Mordecai the Jew who sits at the king's gate. I mean, I mean who, who put his, his like, that ah, or not the gate, but like, ah, so, so, um, so Mordecai, his own enemy, might he hang that same time, uh, but God, in his providence made him to honor that same man he came uh, uh, to ask to be hanged. So, and of course, he has to do what the king uh, says. And number six, Haman does not dispute anything. Of course, uh, at that time, he can't even bring that case up. He couldn't bring anything up, anything about Mordecai up at that time because God has set him up to shut him finally. Shut him up like and if you look at the th way things are happening in this chapter, it was back-to-back -back roller coaster. God is going to give you back-to-back -back blessing. Things that you thought you've lost, days that you thought you've lost, opportunities you've lost. God is going to give you back-to-back -back in multiple folds in the name of Jesus. So, uh, so uh, it is very hard, of course. Now, look at this. Both of them, both Mordecai and Haman, are in a difficult situation. Mordecai was dying, in all fairness. I mean was very worried they're going to be killed. So to accept that honor, I mean, <laughs> reluctant. Because, I mean, that doesn't still say he will not be killed. Haman, on the other hand, he, I mean, I am the one that said, I'm going to kill you. Like, I hate you. And I'm the one that is going to be pro provoking, I mean, promoting you among, on the city, city street, on the street of the city. So both of them are in, a, in an awkward kind of a position. Um... So, but this uh, particular thing, of course, uh, the news will have spread across the city. And I think it will have given Esther some hope that, yes, I can present this before the king. Wisdom. We learned about the wisdom of Esther last week. Please get the podcast and listen to it. 
uh, last week was also awesome. Please listen to it. Let's just go to verses 12 to 14 and we bring it to, oh, time is gone. Verses 12 to 14. Please type your questions if you have any questions so that I can manage my time and take those questions. Verse 12. And Mordecai came again to the king's gate, but Haman hasted to his house mourning, having his head covered. And Haman told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had befallen him. Then his wise men and Zeresh and his wife said unto him, If Mordecai be of the seed of the Jews, before whom thou hast begun to fall, thou shalt not prevail against him, but thou shalt surely fall before him. Who are the, these, guys, these people? See, be careful about people. These are the ones that said they should go and get a gallow and hang him last year. A chapter ago, yesterday, I mean, the ones that say you should get a gallery just yesterday night. This morning, they already saying that shall surely fail. And while he was yet talking, came the king's chamberlains and hasted to bring Haman onto the banquet that Esther had prepared. Let's just finish those three verses. Uh, and then I uh, can take your questions. If there are questions, please, if there are questions, write it out. If there are questions, let me see. Okay, let's just finish it. I'll come back. Um, I'll come back to take questions. Okay. So, Mordecai puffed up, uh, uh, Mordecai, how, how, how um, um, surprising it is that it didn't, this, all this thing didn't really make him puffed up. He should have called the party. He should have blocked the streets if he was in Lagos. Trust me. You got an appointment with the president. I mean, this was done. You wrote the presidential uh, convoy. In, I mean, call your party through, like, through everything, but he came back to the king's gate. Faithful at his post. I don't know who God is sending me to today. Stay faithful at your calling. Stay faithful at your post. Just stay there. See, your deliverance is coming. Even though men may not notice you, it may seem that the wicked people are winning. It may seem that the fraudulent guys are winning. It may seem like, oh, God has forgotten about me. But stay faithful. Stay there. He came back. Even after the honor, he came back to his duty post. And that is why I put here, please write this down. Honor is well bestowed on those that are not made proud and idle by it. See, if you're proud and idle because of little honor, it won't come. The preacher I said I listened to um, in the afternoon, the Ghanaian preacher, he said that the reason why God may not want to, may not trust us with so much riches is look at the way this generation is arguing about tight, ordinary 10%. That is the people that God is going to give billions. You are, you are, you are arguing about 10%. If you drop billions, <laughs> do you understand? See, if honor will puff you up, if honor will make your head become, make you light-headed, it won't come. God won't arrange it. So honor will come to people who will not think themselves above their businesses. Who have forgotten the name of the king of Israel? That the Bible says he was helped until he became very great. But he became big in his eyes, in his own eyes. And that was the beginning of his fall. So when God promotes us, when God honors us, let it not enter. Let it not make us light-headed. Let it not get into our head and we are puffed up. Go back to your duty. Because it was at your duty post that you were, you were called. Go back to that duty. If you are an usher in the church, if you are a choir member in the church, 
if you are a Sunday school teacher, if you welcome a greeter, meter in the church, go back to your duty post, no matter how promoted you just got. So let's let's look at number two under that. Uh, how much Haman had cast himself down in disappointment? Of course, we know. Uh, I mean, it is bad enough that Haman had to do this to another person, but I mean, it's worse than there has to be Mordecai. <laughs> so, uh, so what will break a proud man's heart will not break a humble man's sleep. So we could see pride uh, in. In Haman here, number three uh, is doom. Haman's doom uh, out of this was out of this event read to him by his wife and his friends. I mean, what kind of miserable comforters are these? Someone just came to tell you how humiliated he had been. <laughs> May we not marry wives like this? Like this is Arish. <laughs> I mean, and his friends. He just told you how embarrassed he had been. And the next thing that you're going to tell you is that you will show that this guy will overcome you. I mean, who does that? At least, even if it is fake comfort, comfort the guy fakely. <laughs> miserable comforters are these guys. They couldn't even advise him to repent. And they just told, they just read this doom to him. <laughs> They just read his, like, read his, like, sentenced him to do. Number one, okay, uh, that Aman, uh, so they read his doom to him. Um, a few points under there. Number one, that Aman will be disappointed in his enterprise against the Jews. Uh, so they understood who the Jews are, and I told you that they, uh, they had issues uh, with the Jews. They had issues with the, it's a, it's a generational issues, Amalekites that Saul was supposed to destroy. A, so we've said that in, in chapter three, you can get it podcast, please. So, um, and number two, another thing they read to him that he himself will be destroyed. So it's not that he will only be disappointed against uh, what he plans to do with the Jews, but he himself will be destroyed. Uh, <laughs> so why will he be destroyed? Number one, because it, Mordecai was the seed of the Jews. So they understood that the Jews may be feeble, but they were very formidable. And that is the same with you. Because you are a praying seed and you have a covenant with God. The Jews were a praying seed. They were a holy seed, a praying seed. They called for a fast and they have a covenant with God. You and I have a covenant with God. Whoever stands up against us, will definitely land in his own doom in the name of Jesus. Number two, Haman had begun to fail. He had begun to fall at that time. And therefore, he was certainly a gunman. And it is true of church enemies, of you and I's enemy. When God begins with them, it is a roller coaster. It is a real road. When God begins to deal with them, when God begins to, to, to make them fall, they fall flat. Because God's works are perfect. May your enemies fall flat in the name of Jesus. Okay, so uh, oh, time is almost gone. How reasonably was he? He was not sent. Uh, 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 and at this time, he was sent immediately. He was hurried. As they were. So God didn't even give him time to even reconsider, to maybe repent, 
or change his mind or do something because God, God has set everything up that no time you guys he had, so as his uh, wife and, and 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 friends were telling him about what's going to what's likely going to happen you guys you are gone now uh, at, at that immediately they came to call him for the for the feast and that was where his doom is going to actually uh, be sealed we'll get into that next uh, uh, next week ah, so the wisdom of God is seen in timing. Uh, in in means of his church's deliverance so as to manifest his own glory. So God's wisdom is seen in everything, in timings, in things that work for our deliverance. And God in his wisdom will set you up um, in, a, in a great timing that will set out your, your deliverance, that it will favor you in such a way that it will, it will orchestrate your honor. In, I mean, back-to-back -back honor honor greater than what we could even pray or ask for in the name of Jesus. I'm very sure Mordecai, but this will not have been in the three-day prayer and fasting Esther asked for. They, they would never have thought, oh God, please bring let all the things that I've done for the king, let it come to his remembrance. They would never have thought about that, though I want to ride on the king's horses. What would be in their mind was, we don't want to die. But God who answers beyond what we could ask or think, gave Mordecai this kind of honor. The Lord will honor you. This week, Honor will come your way. Favor. Men will call, God will cause men to favor and honor you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Do we have questions? Any question? Uh, time is okay. We just have one minute to go. Let's just say a word of prayer. Please, if you have questions, you can just put it on the comment section uh, after it's ended and it's posted. And I will take them up. And you can follow me up across all social media platforms. at Toluto Kodada. God bless you. Thank you very much for today. Let's just say a word of prayers. Father Lord, I commit, I commit everyone listening to me and watching me today into your hands that you will set us all up for honor, great honor this week in the name of Jesus. Honor beyond, beyond the words. Honor beyond what we could even pray and ask for. You will set us up for it in the name of Jesus. Every of our enemies will fail, woefully, fail flat in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week. Bye.